It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills the mic up until 640 today, taking you all the way up into the Reds on this 6th day of August, 608 on the clock and currently 86 degrees and sunny outside in southeast Ohio. Again, it's the Sports Fan presented by J&K Contracting and Cincinnati Reds with a good win yesterday. Almost got away from them as they beat the Pittsburgh Pirates by a score of 7-4. to four. Making his return today will be Mike Moustakis. And yesterday you had a couple big swings of the bat by Eugenio Suarez and a big swing of the bat, of course, by Joey Votto. Nick Castellanos goes 0 for 3 in his return off of the injured list, uh, but they didn't need it. I mean, Winker and Castellanos both go 0 for 3. Both are still batting above 300. Reds got the job done. I mean, things are getting a little bit shaky for Sonny Gray, but Gray gets out of the fifth inning. Gives up four runs, all of them earned, six hits, two walks, seven strikeouts. And then you get to the bullpen, and the bullpen finally comes through for the Reds. You get two innings out of Hoffman. You've got Wilson for another inning, and then you got Gibbons, who closes things down and gets his first save of the season for Cincinnati. And again, I mean, that nobody else but Gibbons should be closing these ballgames from this point forward, right? I think I'm done seeing Hembry. I think I'm done seeing anybody else. When Lucas Sims gets back, you know, put him in some kind of high-leverage situation, test him out a little bit. Uh, but, you know, Givens proved to you yesterday with a clean ninth inning that he should be your closer moving forward. It was easy, right? I mean, Givens yesterday pitches 11 pitches, right? He throws 11 balls, seven of them for strikes. And got the job done. It was easy. One, two, three, four. Givens and uh, and the Reds win the first game of a four-game series against Pittsburgh Pirates, seven to four. Of course, they've got another game coming up tonight, and uh, tonight's game starting at seven ten. And we'll take you all the way up until that on the Reds Radio Network right here, nine seventy nine seven point one FM WATH. And I do have a couple of giveaway items for you if you're interested. The Ohio Renaissance Festival that's happening September fourth. Through October 31st, I got two tickets to the Ohio Renaissance Festival and then also a six-person VIP pass. Uh, go wild to the African Safari Wildlife Park. If you're interested in those, you can call us up at 740-592-6646, 740-592-6646. But two tickets to the Ohio Renaissance Festival plus African Safari Wildlife Park, a six-person VIP pass, and call during the first break. And uh, we'll, we'll get you some of those tickets. Be the first caller during that time. But not at break time yet. Uh, yesterday, you know, a good win for the Reds. And, of course, with everything that's going on, right? You have uh, fall camp starting for Ohio football. You've got the Cincinnati Bengals training camp. Their off-season program up and going right now. You've got, you know, high school sports starting in less than 20 days. I mean, things are really going to be ramping up and going to be ramping up pretty soon. Um, and we'll, we'll talk a lot about football moving forward. Uh, you know, we, we still have the TVC Ohio, TVC Hawking to preview, 
And uh, we'll, as we get closer to the high school football season, we'll start talking about that a little bit more and more. Uh, it was good to see. Uh, I don't know if you saw the video that Russ Eisenstein put out on Ohio Bobcats uh, across their digital platforms, but Russ was interviewing Tim Albin, uh, also interviewed a couple of players, and you know, it was, you have the moment, go check it out, because you know Ohio is coming in with a lot of energy for their football season. It's going to be the first time that uh, Tim Albin is going to be the head coach of an FBS program. He's been a head coach prior to, uh, but things are exciting, and things, and that's kind of the word that he used. Yeah, things are uh, new things are you know, going to be uh, again. They use the word exciting, so I'll, I'll use it too. But Ohio football getting started September fourth, and they will host Syracuse inside Peden Stadium. So Power Five opponent coming right here to Southeast Ohio, which should be fun. Um, and, and again, if you get a moment, go check out that video because yeah, you know, we'll we'll see what Ohio football has to offer this year, right? You got to see what. Who's going to take over the helmet at the uh, quarterback position? I think Curtis Rourke is probably your number one option. I know he got injured a little bit last year. But you have Curtis Rourke going to Cam Odom. And um, you know, it, it should be you know, a good connection. We'll see how, how the passing game kind of advances, right? I think you know what you're getting out of the running game. You got Demontre Tuggle leading the running backs, O'Shawn Allison, Julian Ross, right? So you, you'll have, you know what you're getting out of the run game. But you need to see what you're getting out of the quarterback. You need to see what you're getting out of the wide receivers. And, I, again, I think it could be a promising season. It's only day one of this training camp and getting ready to go. And it'll go all the way through uh, until the first week until the season starts. But it'll be an exciting time, and it should be an exciting time down here in Southeast Ohio because a lot of things getting up and going, plus some quality baseball to watch as well. Call and be a part of the program, 740-592-6646, 740-592-6646. we got to take the first break. And, again, if you're interested in the Renaissance Festival, the Ohio Renaissance Festival, or winning the African Safari Wildlife Park, give us a call. Same number, 740-592-6646. We'll talk a little bit about the Cincinnati Bengals as they're getting ready. Joe Burrow made his way back to training camp today, and he was you know, firing some darts as he normally does. And getting ready for their season, trying to get that offense to click. But we'll be right back and talk about it right after this, plus Reds coming up at 640. This is 970-97.1 FM, WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Stay informed about the stock market from Goldsberry Wealth Strategies. Weekdays at 5.30 on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. The report follows the news. Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a broker-dealer and is independent of RJFS. Quality. You hear that word a lot in commercials, but there's one business in town whose quality and prices are unsurpassed. I'm talking about Minuteman Press on Washington Street right next door to the Donkey Cafe. Uptown. You see, Minuteman Press is a hybrid. First, it's a full-service sheet bed press where they can create great art to meet your needs that the other places are simply unable to do. And they're also a complete copy shop as well. Minuteman Press on Washington between Court 
important Congress. 593-7393. That's 593-7393. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. What in the world is going on now? Find out every weekday at 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. on the World News Roundup from CBS News Radio and on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. Local teams, local opinions, the sports fan on 970 WATH. Back inside the sports fan, 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. Mills the mic taking you up until 6.40 on this Friday, the 6th day of August. So coming out of training camp, right, for the uh, for the practice for Cincinnati today, Joe Burrow had, everybody had an off day off yesterday. Uh, Joe got an extra day off on Wednesday, and this was a story on SI Bengals, SI.com, Sports Illustrated, uh, and a report by James Rappian, but uh, James Rappian said, uh, you know, that, that Joe's looking a little inconsistent today, right? He had missed a couple of his receivers on 11-on-11s. He also had four false starts combined during the two 11-on-11 periods. Um, yeah, I, I think it's still way, way too early to be, you know, kind of saying that anything is, we're not pushing the panic button first week during these practices, right? We're not pushing any panic button, um, you know, coming back in. I think that Cincinnati's offense is going to be fine as long as you can get that offensive line up and going. However, you know, it, you got Joe coming off of that season-ending injury last year. It's going to take him time to get back into the swing of things. Um, and I, I think people know that, too. I just see a lot of reports out there that, you know, oh, maybe the defense is looking better than the offense. You should have, you know, drafted Sewell instead of Jamar Chase have done this or that. I mean, what what are people second-guessing here? It's too early. You know, you like to see you know, the offense and the defense looking extremely good right out of the get-go, but these things take time. You know, you're going to have to wait and watch. And on the other hand, you know, when it wasn't the 11-on-11s, you can take a look at the Bengals training camp clips, right? You can You can see the videos for yourself, but at the end there, you know, they had almost exclusive video of Joe thrown to his wide receivers. And the passes were looking good. They were on the on target. They were hitting their mark. They were on time. So I think it's a little bit too early to be saying, you know, oh, they're, they're looking inconsistent. Oh, they're looking, you know, is, is it a mistake? Is he going to be healthy enough for week number one? I think he will be. He's going to be healthy. He's going to be ready to go. And they should you know, have a, a high-powered offense. Uh, I don't know if it's going to all start clicking week number one against the Vikings, but I do think that they should win the Viking game. Uh, but that I, I think that first game, right, because you're not going to see Joe during the preseason. Those preseason games, I'd be very, very surprised if you're going to have your starting quarterback out there who's coming off of that season-ending injury. So I don't think Cincinnati's going to have that, and, and reports are that, you know, he will not be practicing or will not be playing in those preseason games. 
you know, try to keep him healthy, make sure that he doesn't get injured, again, re-injured. And it gives him a little bit more time to, to get prepared and get ready for week number one uh, against Minnesota. And when you go against Minnesota, you know, that will be the first real true test, right? That will be the first test that, that Cincinnati will really have is, is to see if they made the right moves in the offseason. You know, if this team is going to be watchable uh, moving forward this year. I think it will be. I mean, I think this could be a fun team to watch. I think it's a team that could put up a lot of points. I like, you know, I like the uh, the deal. I like the, the offseason moves that they have made. I think they should have addressed the offensive line a little bit more. They'll try to get a, a bigger impact guy on there. Um, but I can't fault them for taking Jamar Chase, right? I mean, he should be one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the draft class. And you want a deep threat. You want a guy that can go in there and replace kind of a peak A.J. Green, which is what Jamar Chase could. All right, he might not be, right? I mean, that's that's a risk in the draft. Not everybody kind of pans out the way that you want him to. But that's the type of player that Jamar Chase could be. He could be that deep threat. And I think they addressed one of their biggest, you know, issues. But I don't know if it was, you know, the, the big one with the offensive line. I still like the move. I can't fault them for the move. Um, but it will be, you know, that's going to be the talk. If that offense isn't going week number one, you know, people are going to look at, all right, well, is, is Joe getting uh, pressure against him? Is the offensive line not holding up? Is, is, he, is the offensive line giving up too many sacks? You know, that... Those are all things that, that people will start talking about if they don't prove themselves in week number one against the Vikings because that's a very, very winnable game for Cincinnati coming out of the get-go. And if they don't you know, get that game, we all know that they have the fifth toughest schedule win-loss-wise across the NFL. So if you don't get that one game... I'm not saying it's an easy game by any stretch of the means. I just think that it's a very winnable game. And if they don't look competent in week number one, I think there'll be some trouble. However, I do think that they can, you know, put a good stretch of football together. I do think that the pieces are there, uh, but it all relies on, you know, that offense and, and, the, uh, and the defense. Offensive line, can they hold them? Right? Are they going to give... You know, Joe Mixon, some space to run. Are they going to give, you know, Joe some time to go through his reads and find his wide receivers that are open? Or at least some time to, to have him work his magic, right? Block form just enough so he can move out of the pocket you know, and, and just make stuff happen. Well, right now, you know, again, I, I know the, the reports out of the training camp are, uh, you know, the, the offense looks inconsistent. They don't look like they're clicking yet together. Uh, the, it, it's been a long time since the offense has practiced as a whole. And that's going back to, to last year where they, they barely played any games together. You're still waiting. Yeah, all right, Mixon's back. That's great. You added a new wide receiver in Chase. You got Joe coming back. You know, things are going to take some time, and I'm not surprised to see that the offense is not, you know, firing at all cylinders on training camp, but it's training camp. 
And I'm not too worried about it. I do like the reports that the defense is stepping up. I do like that the defense you know, appears to be getting their turnovers and, and, you know, causing havoc for the offense. Because that means that they should have improved, right? One would theorize. But you got to see, you know, I, I want to see it in, in game action. And I know the Hall of Fame game was last night. I know the Steelers beat, beat, the, uh, beat the Cowboys. Uh, how many people knew exactly who was on that team, who was, who was really going? I mean, those are just, those are practices. Those are important. Those are good scrimmages, good preseason games. Yeah, but it doesn't really hold up. Can't hold a candle up to what, what a regular NFL game will be like. So, again, you're not going to see it until week one. And I know I've been saying that. But that's really what they have to wait on and see until you really can get a good feel about this team. The off-season practices, you can, you know, you can probably gauge, you know, where they're at. You can gauge against a preseason game to see what the other guys are doing. I'm sure you're going to see Jamar Chase in there for a couple of times. I doubt the starters are going to get any significant playing time until you get the first game. But it is what it is. And in that Steelers game, I don't know if you saw that kick last night, but that one kicker, and that this is, you know, quintessential, you know, meaningless quote-unquote game last night for football. And I'm sure a lot of people watched it, too. I mean, it was the first time football's been on in a long time on TV. But that kicker, you know, shanked it all the way to the right. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. I had Trevor sent me that video after I watched it, but, you know, it was, um, I, I, that's, that's the kind of thing you'd expect out of these preseason games, which is why I'm saying wait until week one. Wait until the season actually starts. You're not going to know. You, know. you shouldn't be pushing any kind of panic button on the Cincinnati Bengals offense just because of the inconsistent nature of what they're, they're going through now. Give them time. Trust Zach Taylor. Seems like a lot of people on the offense do. A lot of players trust Taylor, have a good relationship with him. And we'll see if that turns into wins this year. Because really, at the end of the day, you got to improve on the wins. You got to improve on the road. Just got to figure out a way to win. That, that's the kind of business that they're in. So we'll see what happens. But I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not too concerned that Joe missed a couple of passes to a couple of receivers on 11-on-11 drills you know, in, in off-season training camp workouts here. Give them some time. Let them work at the kinks. And we'll see what kind of football team they field come week one. Take a short break right here on the Sports Fan. Again, we got some tickets to give away to the Ohio Renaissance Fair. Ohio Renaissance Festival and the African Safari Wildlife Park. Uh, those come as a package deal. So if you're interested in those, give us a call right here on the Sportsman. 740-592-6646. 740-592-6646. Sportsman up until 640 today. Then we'll throw it to the Cincinnati Reds with Dave Eddie Armbruster and Tommy Thrall 
alongside the Cowboy Jeff Brantley as we hope for a you know, significant stretch of baseball being played by the Reds coming up because uh, they got a lot of winnable games this month, and we'll talk about it right after this. It's a sports fan presented by Jane K. Contracting on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. Watching the afternoon sun float by with your feet kicked up in the shade? Oh, it's a cool move. Doing it with an icy, sweet McDonald's drink? Oh, it doesn't get any more refreshing than that. Treat yourself to any size Minute Maid Pink Lemonade, Blue Raspberry, or New Strawberry Watermelon Slushie for $2. Or any size McCafe Iced Coffee for $1.79. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Limited time only. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Minute Maid is a registered trademark of the Coca-Cola Company. Get the facts every hour at the top of the hour with CBS News Radio on Classic Hits 97 and 97.1 FM WATH. The thought of my sons growing up without me inspired me to quit smoking. I talked to my doctors and then I threw away all my cigarettes, ashtrays, and lighters. I started exercising instead of smoking. Staying away from alcohol when I was first quitting was key. I kept on trying, learned something each time. Do whatever it takes. No matter how many times it takes. We did it, so can you. For free help, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and CDC. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Now, for more of the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Sports Fan 970, 97.1 FM. Also streaming online at 970WATH.com. Mills and Mike taking you up until 640. Today is the Cincinnati Reds take on the Pittsburgh Pirates in game two of a four-game series. Last night, the Reds defeated the Pirates 7-4 thanks to a big, big sixth or six-run second inning. Things got a little shaky in the fifth. Sonny Gray gave up four runs. It was 7-4, but the bullpen got the job done. We talked about it before, but Hoffman, two scoreless. Wilson with a scoreless eighth and Givens in the ninth to give the Reds, again, that 7-4 win. And that's just what you like to see, right? I mean, this is a team in the Pirates that's in the bottom of your division that have struggled and that have traded their star players away. Everybody except for, you know, a couple of guys like, you know, Reynolds, Brian Reynolds, or, um, you know, again, Stallings has had a, Defoe's had a uh, nice year a little bit. Um, But you go against tonight, JT Brubacher, Brubacher's 4-10 with a 4.49 ERA and 100 strikeouts, 103. And Wade Miley, 8-4 with a 2-9-2 ERA and 88 strikeouts. And this lineup is getting a big boost, or at least a more consistent boost, with Mike Moustakis coming off of the injured list. And for Mike Moustakis, he gets inserted right to third base. Right, you're keeping Kyle Farmer in there. He still has a hot bat. Jesse Winker, Castellanos, 
both still batting above 300. Jonathan India led off yesterday with the home run. Right, he was a one run in the in the first inning for the Reds. So you have your big bats back in the lineup for Cincinnati. Even though you're taking out one of your biggest bats in Eugenio Suarez, and again, I Suarez, the guy kills me because he's either swinging for the fences and hitting the three-run home run like he did yesterday, or he's striking out. Suarez, right, it was a perfect example of what kind of, of hitter and what kind of season Eugenio Suarez has been having this year. Suarez goes one for four. That one hit the home run. For three RBIs, it was a three-run homer. What did he do in his other at-bats? Strike out, strike out, strike out. You just can't be that kind of hitter, right? I mean, 177 is not getting the job done. It's just not. And I, it seems like every single time, you know, the, this, the, the pitching has been the biggest issue. But then when you take a little bit of a closer look, you know, with the hitting at least, I mean, it's, it's astounding because with Suarez, he's got 69 hits this year, right? 22 of them have been for home runs. And he's also got 61 RBIs. I mean, you know the guy can hit. You gave him the contract, but he just hasn't been able to, to hit consistently. And I don't know if it's because of the pandemic year last year and everything's out of whack. But he had 202 last year with 15 homers and 38 RBIs. This year he's hit 22 home runs and 61 RBIs. Is he better off on the bench? And instead of... That way you minimize it, the, the amount of at-bats that he has. But now here, here's the big issue with, you know, are you going to play Mike Moustakis every day and sit Suarez, who does have the 22 homers and 61 RBIs, or do you go for Moustakis every day where you are getting a more consistent hitter, a guy who's going to get on base more often than not? But now with it's a good problem to have. Don't get me wrong, because now you've got, you know, Moustakis, Suarez, Vado, India, and Farmer all in that infield. But you got five guys for four spots. And the way that Jonathan India has been hitting, right, you're not putting Mike Moustakis back over Jonathan India. You like the way that the rookie's been hitting this year, and he's not going to get replaced in that lineup. I, there's no way that I can see that happening. Right? India's 24 years old in his rookie season. I'd be shocked if he wasn't, you know, the, uh, I know the, the Miami Marlins have a good rookie pitcher and down in Miami. I, I get that. Um, but if you want you know, winning baseball, if you want, you know, the rookie that's, that's kind of had the best impact on their team, you look at Jonathan India, because India has been phenomenal. 12 home runs, 46 RBIs, but you put him in that leadoff spot, and over the last month, he's been batting 324. Last seven games, even better, 367. 
but you got a soft opponent scheduled for the majority of this month. You do have your last timeout against the Milwaukee Brewers. That's coming up near the end of the month. But you got to put yourself in a good position to make that matter. And they made up some some space yesterday. Not a lot of games. Milwaukee was off. So you gained a half game on Milwaukee with the win. You're now seven back on the division lead. St. Louis, 11 and a half back. And I'm not saying the rest of the teams in the NL Central don't matter. But as of this point, that I said it weeks ago, this is a two-team race. You got Milwaukee at the top, and you got the Reds chasing them from behind. And if they want a deep, once you get into the postseason, you know, you, you like, you had some kind of success that season, something that you can hang your hat on. But if you want to make a deep postseason push, right, you want that division lead because it's more and more looking like you will have to go against either the Dodgers or the Giants if Cincinnati gets that second wild card spot. Giants have been one of the best teams in baseball. Right now, you got San Francisco at 69 and 40. You got the Dodgers at 65 and 44. You know, those two teams, I don't see them kind of dropping off anytime soon. And you don't want to go to one game elimination against the LA Dodgers. They've got too many pitchers that they can throw out there. They've got too many options, and they've all been consistent. They've got a good bullpen. Whether you go Kershaw, whether you go whoever. Now you even have Max Scherzer on your team if you're the Dodgers. So if you're the Reds, you want to avoid you know, that one-game playoff. right? I don't think you're confident enough. Your starters have been fine. I don't think you're confident enough in your bullpen to hold them down. So you got to go to the regular season. You got to go and, and, and win your division. Go the old-fashioned way. Trying to figure out a way to make up games against Milwaukee. And Milwaukee right now starts a series against the San Francisco Giants. It's a, a series with you know, a lot of things on the line for the Reds. It's, again, they're two good teams, and nothing's going to come easy. But you've got a schedule against the Pittsburgh Pirates, while Milwaukee's got the best team in baseball in the San Francisco Giants. What does that mean? Hope for the Giants to win. Take advantage of the team that's in front of you today. And just watch that number get get closer and closer to zero because I think it will. I mean, I, I, again, Milwaukee is a, a good baseball team. They're going to be able to find a way to win against the San Francisco Giants. I don't see that being a, a three-game sweep for the Giants. It's going to be a good series. But anytime you play a good team, I mean, somebody's got to lose. And this is where the Giants can help the Reds and the Reds can help themselves by beating the bad teams in front of them. It's not a must-sweep 
for Cincinnati, but you got to win. You got to beat these these teams. You got to beat the teams that are under 500 by this much if you want to consider yourself a good team. I think Cincinnati is. I think it's going to be a win tonight for the Cincinnati Reds. As again, it's Wade Miley on the mound for the Reds and JT Brubacher for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Thanks for listening to the Sports Fan. On 970-97.1 FM, WATH, I'm Connor Mills. Sign her off. Enjoy your weekend and enjoy the baseball game. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH, FM.